Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Who in Review, the podcast where friends yell over top of each other about a thing they love, that thing being Doctor Who. My name is Nick G, and today we are here to cover Series 12, Episode 5, Fugitive of the Jadoon, and here with me to do that are Nick Z. Sam and Max, freelance police. <laughs> oh, wait, this, this is the wrong freelance police. Sorry. <laughs> and so... The Jadoon with her platoon on the moon by a lagoon. Too soon? Good night, Jadoon. <laughs> <laughs> so we got the return of the Jadoon. Um, I did not remember that they were like mercenaries. I knew that they were uh, space cops, but that was it. Yeah, I thought they were like 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 police or space cops in some official capacity. Yeah. Sort of, but they were like I the doctor know. said they're very trigger happy, so And for hire. Yeah, so Only barely different than the Santarans. <laughs> Ooh. I mean, the thing with the Santarans is that they're uh They're not all about rules and regulations, I don't think. No, they're they're about war and honor yeah. and things like that, and also yeah. they're clones. Yeah. Yeah, they're not, like, section C, paragraph 13, <laughs> whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so they were like, all right. They, I think they got a bit of a better shake than the last time we saw them. Mm-hmm. Um, when, okay, so they were going around, pushing people around, speaking, speaking their own language, and then they, like, assimilated the, like, English from that lady. By, like, scanning her talking. Yeah. And when it said language assimilated, I literally out loud said, thank fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Because their language sounds like a nine-year-old's impression of an alien language. Do re mi. Yeah, do re mi fa so, yeah. (laughs) It just sounds dumb to me. Thanks, RTD. (laughs) Um, His shadow looms large over this episode for several reasons, I'll say. Oh, yeah. We'll get to that. Yep. Did anyone else find it kind of funny that he quote assimilated the language and call it human yeah not english because like humans have several languages (laughs) they just call it human i guess the jadoon just have one so they assumed humans did too yeah i guess i mean it does raise that uh, does raise an interesting point about the other alien races encountered and like do all uh daleks speak the same i guess they would bad example Mm. But like you know the the more libertine liberal type aliens, the ones that aren't clones. Yeah, do they all speak one language planet wide? As the ninth doctor said, lots of planets have a north, but do they? We haven't encountered <laughs> a situation where anybody has like like any aliens have like a dialect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, not that we'd know. No, no. But someone would say something. You know. It's not like we encounter an entire planet worth of them. It's usually only like a handful. Yes. So. Yeah. For the for the sake of simplicity, every planet just speaks the same language. I guess. Yeah. Um, except for the complexity of, of humans. Human. <laughs> One of the ways that I thought this episode was like reminiscent of RTD mm-hmm. is it almost... Like, review-wise, it almost doesn't matter if the episode is good because, quote, stuff is happening. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, as long as there's momentum, as long as there's big, big moments happening that affect the series beyond this episode, it doesn't matter if it's good. 
Mm-hmm. I, I would say the Marvel movies kind of work on the same principle. And yeah, like there's a baseline, but the important thing is that proper case stuff happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you're bringing that up really makes me wonder how will I feel about this episode a week from now? Mm. Yeah, Marvel has the same thing. It has a short shelf life. You mm-hmm. leave the theater and you're like, man, that was great. And then you watch it again. And you're like, mm. yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I feel overall positively about the episode. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, there was a lot of like, this is important uh, arrows and banners all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Almost up until the end, I was starting to wonder, is this going to be some sort of surprise two-parter? Or, like, is this going to be an episode that should have been a two-parter that is only a one-parter? This is our this is our mid-series arc anchor. Mm. Yes. I would call it. Yes. Uh, like A Good Man Goes to War, for example. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, by the end of the episode, I was like, okay, yeah, this works as a one-part. Yeah. This is, uh, this is a pot boiler. This is mm-hmm. keeping it going. <laughs> So many questions. All right. So the first bit, like, so Captain Jack is in the episode, and I'm not that interested in talking about him. He's the same shit character with the same shit dialogue. Nothing has changed. Nope. Like, uh, like I'm legit not that interested in talking about him because he didn't do anything different. No. Well, <laughs> it's funny, too, because Graham gets after him like, oh, crap, is it because that guy was standing there and whatever? And then it turned like we hear the voice and we just looked at each other like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Is it? And then sure enough, there he is, and we're like, we just throw our hands up in the air, like, great, it's Jack. Because it kind of looked like a, his ship kind of looked like a TARDIS. Like, a little it had bit. like a center console, and yeah. it had a hex pattern on the floor. And that center console looked very 80s, not just in terms of aesthetic, but in terms of like a BBC in the 80s kind of design. Yeah, because it was very, there's very little else in the room. Yeah. But apparently um, but it was stolen? His ship was huge. Yeah. Yeah. It looked more like a space station than just a little ship. Mm-hmm. It did. It didn't actually it seemed weird like that like a ship would be that shape. Yeah. Similar to the TARDIS. Yeah. As it still looks dumb whenever it travels forward. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz I think I like in in my mind it's just for teleporting. <laughs> but yeah. it it moves through space apparently. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Wee. <laughs> but yeah, like it wasn't it wasn't like the the master were like, oh my god, oh, this is amazing. It was just like, oh, it's Jack. <laughs> it's not like Captain Jack's a different Captain Jack. He's just the same Captain Jack, mm-hmm. um, which is fine. I'm sure a lot of people like that, but like he didn't. He was there, is what he did. I yeah, think that's John Barrowman. I like John Barrowman, but like mm, Jack has never and will never do anything for me. <laughs> that is my bisexual representation. Beating out most shows by a decade, and and it's Captain Jack. I'm very upset about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, because I I think Ryan hit the nail on the head saying that he's cheesy, but I kind of like him. Yeah, I mean, mm. I don't like, like I, I him, don't like, but no, he is I don't cheesy. love him or anything. Like, oh man, my favorite character. No, he's cheesy. That's just what he is. Like he feels, like he feels in this in an episode like this which has a lot happening it fe- he feels out of place like he feels like he should be in an RTD episode he doesn't feel like he fits in with Doctor Who now no he was basically there no. just to deliver a message for the doctor to set up stuff for later on yeah 
like I think that when Tenant was in the 50th anniversary show mm-hmm. uh, episode, sorry, I think that was a really good transition from like Tenant squarely in the RTD era to adapting him to like what what Doctor Who was at the time, the like in the middle of Moffat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this was not. This was like he. Jack was plucked out of um, RTDA or, or I guess Torchwood and just plucked into this episode. Yep. 100%. Well, it's like you said earlier, G, that this entire episode was just dripping of RTD. It was. I think it is. I think I think it's actually ultimately a little bit better than your average RTD episode. Oh, yeah. But it has a lot of, you know, hallmarks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like, the... Maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, but like the the breaking of the glass and the stuff that came out, it's like, oh hey, that kind of reminds me of like RTD era sparkly junk that the doctor usually does. Yeah. Sure enough. As soon as I, mm, as soon as I saw that box, that little metal box, I, I actually like, have one of those. <laughs> it's it's just a jewelry box. When I saw that, I'm like, is that a chameleon arch? No. Ooh. It was, I mean, it wasn't, but we saw hidden chameleon arch in the show, so it wasn't that far off. Yeah. Um, I thought that that guy, Lee, was another master or something like that. I just figured he was some rando. Yeah. I kind of figured that like the reason why the uh, scanners weren't picking them up was because whoever the fugitive of the Jadoon was, uh, they had somehow split themselves into two earthlings. That would sort of interesting. Soften this, soften the single, soften the, the signal a little bit. Hmm. The idea of like a time lord wanting to hide and like splitting two consecutive regenerations or something. Yeah, into two different people. That would be interesting. I figured time lord right away. Oh yeah, they're indistinguishable from humans. Right. I mean, they did kind of, you know, hand wavy. Oh, there's a biometric, scanny, clothing, cloaking device, whatever. I forget the terminology yeah. exactly, but basically, I'm wearing a, a disguise that makes me look a like a biometric shield or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A little more brutal. Like, I guess over 55, a few people die. Mm-hmm. A lot of people yeah. just get, they just got d- disintegrated. Yeah. Um, that guy. The guy who owned the cafe. Ah, oh, the cafe guy. <laughs> even oh though, God. even though there, what he was right, and ultimately there was something fishy going on. Creepy. He was still being creepy. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote, "You could do better on her cake." Come uh, on, man. Yeah. That's yeah. aggro. I like how Graham just laughs at us, like, "Wow, that's the worst cake I've ever seen." <laughs> or when when he's like, "Oh, I don't have much money. I'm not good at this business," or something like that. I'm like, "Yeah, clearly." Hmm. Spending too much time building dossiers and trying to convince people that they should be with you. Mm. Oh man! <laughs> red flag! Red flag! Uh, no one, no one should be visiting there. Mm. I know he. It's, it sounded like he used to be a bartender. He could have been uh, making bank by Irishing up everybody's coffee. Ooh. That's right. Just a little bit. Yeah. A little dabble, do you? Mm. The companions. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. I almost feel like they kind of threw Jack in there to get them out of the way for a bit. It it worked. It, it worked. Yeah, they didn't need to be here at all. No, 
No, it definitely was necessary for the story for them to be separate from the Doctor while she was making her discoveries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the companions weren't... Bo- I, I did like the little, like, interaction they had at the end of the episode. I, mm-hmm. It was yeah. very earnest, but it got, it got me. got me right in the, right in the feels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I felt that. It, um, yeah, so I enjoyed the Doctor doing a bunch of detective work. Yeah. Uh, in this episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, we haven't seen that much of that, but like it was, it was kind of satisfying because, like, I don't know if there's enough information for the audience to piece things together before you could guess, but I don't know if you could deduce based on what was in there. It wasn't until like the very last minute where it was like, oh, this and the oh, wait, 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 is it? And then sure enough, it's like, oh my god! <laughs> but like you couldn't see it from a mile away. Like, oh, okay, this is this, and this is this. At least it had that much going for it. I, I kind of figured that Ruth was some kind of a sleeper agent. And, like, as far as she knows, she's just, you know, a person that does tours and her name is Ruth and this, that, whatever. And, like, she has all this latent stuff in her subconscious. But then when they pulled the whole glowy junk and the, the buried, like, unmarked grave with the whatever, and it's like, ah, how is this possible? Yeah. <laughs> so, when she, like... Like kicked all the kicked all the Jadoon's asses mm-hmm. in short time, and she ripped off his horn. I knew right away that that was fucked up. That yeah. that was a fucked up thing to do. Yep. Yeah, I was like, what? Yeah. I was I was into it. I was <laughs> crazy. It was. I know sleeper agent is a trope that goes back to the Cold War. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, I just watched Star Trek Picard. Ah. And one of the first seasons in that is almost the exact same thing happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's very good by the way hmm. very good hmm. um, I would say you don't even need to really know Star Trek to enjoy it hmm. again I, I thought it was going to be some reveal of the master like maybe they're just going to throw master after master at us <laughs> for this entire yeah. season yeah. Which, yeah. you know what I wouldn't have hated that <laughs> um, it would be like that that second third doctor season except it's a different person every time yeah. mm-hmm. oh man because why not what why not <laughs> doctor the 13th doctor digs up the tardis holy <laughs> shit <laughs> were you blown back from your screen slightly because i was absolutely Actually, at that point in time, I was pretty sure that it was going to be the master, and like the mm-hmm. chameleon circuit was just activated to make it look like the TARDIS. I guess because the oh, doctor yeah. dug it up. I was like, this person has a TARDIS too. Oh wait, TARDISes don't normally look like that. Yeah. Oh shit. But then, if I'm not jumping ahead too much, when we get into the TARDIS, and uh, Ruth is like, I'm the doctor, and the doctor's like, no, I'm the doctor. I was thinking, well, maybe it is from the past or it is from the future, but it's not the Doctor. The Doctor has just become a title. Mm, I was thinking more alternate dimensions. The James Bond theory. Basically, yeah, the James Bond theory. That there's more than just one 007? Yeah. 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 007 is just the designation and James Bond is just a name. Yeah, although there was a little bit of a, there was a little bit of Colin Baker in, uh, Ruth's the doctor's shirt. I would agree. I would so. agree. She was uh oh in the shirt and I would say temperament even. Oh, for sure. 
Yeah. And like the inside of the TARDIS too is pretty stark. Like a it like was, an um, older model. It was like heart it looked it looked Hartnell era. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a, a, a bit uh a bit um mod- bit modernized. A little yeah. like yeah, it didn't have the main console. <laughs> It had the red and white flags, which is like the main thing that I remember in the middle of the console. Yeah. The Hartnell's did. Which is the, yeah, which is the main thing I remember from Hartnell's. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it was very, a very much a throwback console, but I, I still liked it. It was still neat. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the glasses too. Glasses are a nice uh, touch. Yeah. Are they just like yellow shades? Yeah. Um, but, but Z, they're DNA matched. Well, yeah, that that throws that right out. A th- theory was born and and died very quickly. Unless, yeah, bear with me. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm hanging on. In that tenant story, the story where tenant regenerates. Well, uh, Eccleston regenerates into tenant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tenant's just waking up. He uh, gets into that sword fight with whatever alien dude, and the alien dude zoom, takes off his arm. What if that arm is found and then a doctor is cloned from that arm, a la the original idea for Rey, according to the books, apparently in the Star Wars Extended Universe? <laughs> oh, God, are you kidding me? No, apparently that was a thing. What? That, that Luke's hand from when Vader cut it off was going to be cloned into Rey. What? And that was going to be her parentage. Gross. I... Yeah. I'm so glad they didn't wow. do that. That's horrible. <laughs> I... <laughs> no like like i don't yeah. hate that idea for doctor who i don't yeah. i don't hate it at all i like the idea of doctors occurring in parallel like that's kind of cool mm-hmm. um but for star wars not so much <laughs> i'm not going to talk about star wars either. no, no star wars <laughs> doctor who um, podcast uh... um i i don't like the idea that the crux of what's going on in this series depends on an episode from 12 years ago yeah that's what i'm more of a problem 12 years yeah you sure has man oh man because we've had because we've had lots of fake times right we've we've had the next do you remember the episode the next doctor uh yes victorian time yeah yes victorian cybermen yeah, yeah. And it was almost the opposite in that a guy accidentally thought he was the doctor. Oh, that one, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Some of the doctor's memories. Yep. Yes. Um Yeah. So we've had that. We've had a couple more fake outs, I believe. Like the hand itself was like, Oh, the doctor's gonna regenerate. No, he's not. You know? Yeah. Um But like they they did the DNA thing and it was like Drew really had a TARDIS. <laughs> and everything i just i re- i really just wanted to be another doctor without caveat yeah i like i don't know how like what the explanation will be for how she fits into the timeline if she is from the future she's from the future oh that's i've wanted that since i started watching doctor who that we have a future doctor in in a past episode mm-hmm. or in an earlier episode from before they actually debut mm-hmm that's been my dream for Doctor Who. So if this is a Doctor actually from the future, that would be my dream come true. The only trouble is, is the Doctor pointed out in the episode that like she has no memory of Ruth, and Ruth now has no memory of her. So that's the cliffhanger. So if that is the cliffhanger, yeah. that will be explained. We yeah. know that. Hopefully by the end of the series. I really yes. think it was the glowy stuff. 
the glowy stuff kind of screwed with her, making her, giving her all the, like, I don't know, man. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, if she wasn't the Doctor or a Time Lord capable of, I guess, absorbing the Doctor's memory from that break glass thing in the lighthouse, mm-hmm. then, like, why would their DNA be the same? Mm. Unless. Oh, no. Two other regenerations of the Doctor meet up unknowingly and have a kid. Whoa. But then their DNA wouldn't be exactly the same, would it? Well, actually, no, you're right. No, that wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> Would it be 100% the same? No. We are, we are in crazy theory territory. Oh, so. no. Oh, that no, is, no. That is some bananas. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. 100% DNA match, their child would be themselves. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, my head hurts. Oof. I mean, we don't need that. No. No. But I, f- I feel, I, just, I, j- I think what's going to happen is that she'll be from the future. And either it will be a future regeneration of the Doctor, and the end of the series it'll be like, Ruth will be saying to uh, to uh, the Doctor, Doctor, you know what, it all works out, otherwise, how would I be here? Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. Yeah, that actually seemed a little short-sighted on the Doctor's part. I mean, she's like, grieving, I guess, but she's like, no, Gallifrey is dead forever. I'm like, is it dead forever? Yeah. Because it just... Because the, we had the time war, and then it was fine again. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. maybe it's not... Like, that. that's the one thing that seemed a little strange. Yeah. I mean, it's it's more of a... Her emotions are kind of, like, taking over her rationale, with, specifically with regards to Gallifrey. And, yeah. and the, it being in the center of an insane situation. But, like, it's probably not dead forever, like, destroyed forever. No. It can be rebuilt. Yeah. Although, I mean, if it does come back, I guess it must have the same architecture. Or if it is destroyed forever and the Time Lords in this episode were from the past, it had the same architecture as it did then. Because when uh, Jodie Whittaker mind melds with the with, with Gat mm-hmm. and you know gives her the vision of what she saw... Uh, as Gallifrey in flames and destroyed, mm-hmm. Gat's just like, "What trickery is this?" You know, suggesting that, okay, yeah, that's the Gallifrey I know, in ruins. Do we think? Do we think Gat is somebody? Mm-hmm. I mean, the actors kind of remind me of Tahani's sister. Yeah, <laughs> uh, fair enough. Um, I mean, like, because the doctor said Gallifrey and. Not necessarily Time Lord. Yes. True. I I don't know if they're still making that distinction within the series, though. That is fair. Yeah, we they, they may not. In the classic series, it seemed to be kind of a bit of a deal. Well, because Gallifreyan was the alien race, like yeah. human, and then Time Lord was like the profession, like police, sort of. of. Like Ace, the original plan, sort of sidetrack a little bit. Original plan for Ace was that she would become a Time Lord. By going through an academy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it sounded like it was just a matter of passing some sort of series of exams and tests. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess, I don't think we have enough information to know who Gat is supposed to be at this time. Apparently she cited the Blinovich limitation effect. Oh. Which I did not catch. 
I did oh, not. where the two two of the same person came oh. in the same play at the same time because shenanigans. Right. Yep. Right. Okay. Do we all remember the story that's from? Uh, wasn't it the one where Rose goes back in time to save her dad? Oh, yeah. Earlier, she, earlier she, than that. Even earlier than that. Okay. Yep. The fifth doctor, modern undead, when two brigadiers. Oh, yeah. Touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They didn't touch, right? The two, quote, doctors? They did not. Okay. And like they even pointed out, it's like, well, it'd be really bad if we got the two Tardises together, so I'll drop Mm -hmm. you off over here. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, they gave a mention about the DNA. They did, they, they, they made uh, a point of like, they react to things the same way. Hold on. Yes. Hold on. Mm -hmm. Sure. Hold on. Maybe. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Ruth's the doctor. Um, I forget her name now, but uh, she is still more famous in my memory as uh, as Arya. Oh. Maybe. Yeah, maybe she's related to me. Interesting. Who would maybe have Ashilda? some of the... Uh, Shielda. Oh. Doctor's DNA because the doctor brought her back to life. Mm, but that doesn't... No, she gave... <laughs> Capaldi gave her the little thingy in her forehead to make it so that, like, she basically lives forever, bar, like, having her head chopped who's, off her. Right. <laughs> the, the question is, like, who's making doctors? Yeah. If that's what's going on. Yeah. And why? Well, also, who's yeah. hunting down doctors and why? Yeah. Because apparently Ruth was a fugitive. Mm-hmm. And, like, very not the doctor, because, like, the doctor doesn't use weapons. Oh, but she said she knew that. Mm. Kind of banking on them not knowing it. I guess. Yeah. But oh, then yeah. why would she... There's, but like, still she just, violent like, enough to rip off a Jadoon's horn and, like... And, like, kick all their butts. Like, yeah, the doctor yeah. doesn't do that. Yeah. That's some why I thought doctors don't. Yeah, some doctors have a history of violence. Although it's very stylish. Oh, yes. you know, Venetian chop and... <laughs> Venetian Akito yeah, yeah, yeah. and Colin Baker shoving people into the acid bath. This is classic doctor <laughs> stuff, like mis- like having the gun misfire, so like, no, I didn't actually kill yeah. you. Yeah. You know? I told you not to. Or seeds of, I, th- I believe it's seeds of death or seeds of doom. Like They're, they're, they're interchangeable, doom and death in, in old yeah. titles. But <laughs> the, Tom Baker just snaps somebody's neck. Everybody seen that gif? No. He literally just snapped somebody's neck. There's no, there's no pussyfooting around that. One. <laughs> <laughs> just break somebody's neck and Boof. keeps running. Yeah, Davidson shoves a Dalek out a window. <laughs> oh, but he deserved it. Ur. Yeah, it's Dal- Daleks are Nazis. Basically, they have no redeeming qualities. Yeah, yeah um, I like those dregs. That's right. Hashtag <laughs> <laughs> justice for dregs. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I liked you know I liked Ruth as the doctor here. Mm-hmm. It was good. She was she was like understand like Jody was like going for it, like swinging for the fences. Um, so Ruth was a little more underplayed, but I, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, it's always nice to have a doctor who doesn't put up with shit. Hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought Jodie Whittaker was so good in this episode. Yeah, we really saw a lot more of her range in this one. Hmm. Yeah, like the deeper we got into the episode, the more like dramatic act, the more dramatic the acting became. And it was, it was good. Yeah, yeah. Even when she was dropped off and uh, sort of walking back and meeting up with the group, she looked very shaken. Mm. And 
Like a lot of her body language was like Jesus, that of shock. what just happened? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about Yaz? Because okay. Ryan Ryan did a lot in this episode. He had a little speech at the end. He uh, seemed to interact the most with uh, with Captain Jack when they were when they were on the on the screen together. Um, and Yaz had a lot of potential because. Yeah, I feel like one of the main reasons it was the Jadun rather than the Santarans is because... Police! Hey, exactly, the Jadun, they're police. Who do, Don't we have somebody in the cast who's also a police person? Mm-hmm. Yes! And she even has that plan where she's like, you know, I, like, as a as a as an officer, I, like, know how to speak their language and I can distract them. Did she actually do that? She didn't get a chance For, to because Jack zapped her and Right. And she got a couple sentences out and that was about it. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Might be too many. <laughs> mm. Might be. It just might, might be, be too many. Ruth, the Ruth's, the doctor might have the right idea. By having zero. Yeah. No. Or or one, I guess. Lee might have been not yeah, just protector, but also companion. Mm-hmm. That's true. But like he also had the same training as uh, what was her name? Gat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so then, the, I guess that means maybe he is also. Perhaps. We don't. We don't know what that training is. Uh, Maybe it's an alternate universe where the original Doctor was female and the original Susan was male. Why was it maybe Lee then? I, I don't know. <laughs> because they didn't know about the Jenny Cash song, "Boy Named Sue." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> it's gonna be Susan. <laughs> it's suddenly Susan. <laughs> She's at the core of all this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's making doctors. <laughs> anyway, anyway, in a slightly more sane, crazy theory territory, I hope this lone Cyberman is Bill. Could be. That would be. That'd be something. I feel like they would see that as too incestuous with the previous. Probably, series, you know. Probably. But like, there's one lone Cyberman. Don't give it what it wants. Yeah. Who knows if uh, maybe. Something happened along the way. I thought she died though. Like died, died. She did. She was like then she was like a ghost or something, and right. went off with Heather. Right. When there was that whole thing with uh, her and um, Narwhal. Yeah, there's still like oh, yeah. she still has like a consciousness that exists or something. Yeah. But she her she her corporeal form is no more. Right. Or something like that. Right. So she wouldn't have been the cyber, the quote no. singular Cyberman. Like, so no, that theory's out the window. Sorry. <laughs> Hopefully, the Kasavians somehow play into that because man, this interdimensional bunch of people looking for some kind of battery or whatever, or microprocessor. Even. Well, sure, rub on the carpet and jump into a Cyberman. Come on. Mm. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Don't want to hijack the podcast too much. Okay. Okay. Ready for final thoughts? Sure. Yes. All right. So this was, I enjoyed the thrill ride. As you said, Z, you know, once I look back at this episode a week from now, or maybe once this series is over, am I going to like it as much? I don't know. It's fun because it raises a lot of questions, and I also really like time shenanigans. <laughs> I like time folding in of itself. If Ruth is an actual doctor from the future, and like she's the next 
doctor like in the next oh, two doctors something like that that would blow my mind to be like the best thing that ever happened in doctor who that's yeah. what i've been wanting for so long but we don't know we just have a lot of questions which are very exciting it mm-hmm. feels like ca- cases are open right now so that's uh it feels like the series has momentum i think that if anyone was still on the fence about Jodie Whittaker and this series, they are now in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're not on the fence and you're just not going to watch it, then you're not going to watch it. But if you're <laughs> on the fence, I think those people are now in. I think this most resembles older Doctor Who, like still the 2005 series, but this this resembles like older Doctor Who. And I think people would be like, oh, yeah, stuff's happening. You know, guns are firing. There's an arc happening and and crazy reveals are happening all over the place. So mm-hmm. I think this is going to grab grab the the fence setters, people who are on the fence. Uh, ultimately, I like this episode. Um, a lot of fun. I know. I think I think I've shot my shot. I, I like it. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just repeating the same thing over and over. Uh, so thumbs up. Cool. See, uh, man, as soon as you mentioned this episode had so much stuff happening in it, I was like, yeah, it sure did. And now I'm trying to remember, you know, what sort of, what sort of was the story and was it good? And I'm really kind of having trouble thinking of whether or not it was a good story. <laughs> Just because it doesn't seem like one that really stands on its own. It's. And that in itself is weird, because so much of Doctor Who over the last few series has been, except maybe for the first two or three in the last two or three in a series, pretty episodic. Mm. Pretty much one-off little stories, develop a little character here, introduce uh, another alien villain or or ally here. Um, But this, this one is like... This one is like a four-way intersection piece when you're trying to build like a train uh, train set. It doesn't really seem like one that is even designed to stand on its own. It needs the things around it to really work. Mm -hmm. So in that way, I mean, like you said, G, it opens up all sorts of, of cases. It asks so many questions and leaves them all unanswered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and like, uh, honestly, I feel like it had to be the Jadoon just because even though, yes, again, it seems a little bit underserved in an episode that would have been perfect otherwise for her and her skills, knowledge, and so on. Like, the Suntarn and the, and the Time Lords, from what I remember... We're never on great terms, and if the Jadoon are just police for hire, then, you know, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I feel similarly about the Jadoon. <laughs> <laughs> but even even then, like, that kind of makes me curious to go back, and even though I know this isn't relevant to this episode, to go back and see previous Jadoon episodes, because an alien race that's basically a police force for hire seems like there could be a lot of social commentary going on in those episodes. Mm-hmm. Oh, you think? Just a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe maybe it's a little side element. But talking about this story itself, like much like last week, it had me. Uh, well, it didn't have me as engaged as last week. I have to confess. Um, and maybe that's just just because it seemed like 
there was just so much going on and like there really wasn't a single story because you have the story of the doctor discovering this other doctor who is apparently the the same doctor but from past or future or maybe another dimension who knows um maybe oh man maybe it's the doctor from the frog dimension oh what oh boy (laughs) anyway i'm just gonna let that let that sit there for now (laughs) um and then you had the companions finding out this this cyberman message from uh, jack harkness who uh, as far as i know as far as i'm concerned is probably not gonna show up again since uh, the nano whatever's devoured him yeah but doesn't he have that deus ex machina garbage where he's like immortal but i thought the whole i thought the catch with that was that he was immortal but nano machines did him in instead of healing him because he's immortal because of some weird disease-like thing. Yeah. I didn't think he died. I thought he teleported slowly. <laughs> Maybe? I don't know. All I know is that he's not the face of Bo yet, so... Yeah, so... It's, it's all timey-wimey. He's still kicking. What a dumb... <laughs> like the... Like... Yep. The face of Bo isn't interesting either. Yeah. Like, uh, don't, no, don't Just, let, let's not go in there. Let's yeah, not go yeah, in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. We all agree oh it's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> but at least what sort of capped this episode off in an interesting way, I thought, that genuinely surprised me, was everybody coming back together and having that like little meeting in the TARDIS, and of all people, Ryan giving the speech. That's like... It doesn't matter, Doctor. Um, you know, whatever happens, you got us. And, like, Graham pitching in, yeah, you, like, we're your family and all that stuff. And, like, that was really good. That, like, took all these disparate threads and seemed to gather them together in, in like, a clutch that is this Team TARDIS, this TARDIS family. And really what these last few episodes in this this series and the last series have really been about. You know? This disparate group of people traveling around. Anyway, I'm starting to ramble, so I am going to wrap things up and uh, say this episode gets a thumbs up. But only but, one? Uh, but only one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because so it's... Some singular up. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Well Begun is half done, but uh, this is Doctor Who we're talking about, so... Mm-hmm. I gotta stick the landing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so... Okay. This episode had, like, its ups and downs. I, like, I appreciate that, like, we all thought, oh, Lee's totally the fugitive, like, she's a mile away, and, like, we thought for sure it was him, but then he ends up getting killed, and it's like, wait, no, he isn't? Oh, man, it was Ruth the whole time? But then, like... Why she doesn't know anything, and then like the whole sleeper agent thing that I thought, and then oh my god, it turns out she's a doctor. What? How? What? How? How? What? How? <laughs> and like, I feel like that one particular thing, whatever the hell else happened in the episode, completely forgotten because now we're all like, is Ruth actually the doctor? <laughs> How? When? Why? What? Sometimes who? I don't know. Like eh? just. <laughs> Um, Jack showing up was just meh. Yeah. I, like, I don't care. It's like, hi, Jack. You're horny as usual. Good for you. You're cheesy. 
Mm-hmm. Like the, the the other summed him up succinctly. He's cheesy. And like, I do appreciate the little powwow at the end because the doctor, for whatever reason, in the new series especially, feels like he and now she has to carry the weight of the world mm-hmm. on their shoulders. And that they're in it alone and that they're all alone. They're the last of their kind. Like this, that, blah, 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 blah. So like when the the three of them were like, we're sticking with you. We're your, we're your mates. More than that, we're your family. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, Doc, you just, you, you gotta let him in. And the fact that she did actually finally con- con- like confess that she was looking for the master. Because, yeah, sure, we know that he got zapped into, like, the carpet world or whatever mm-hmm. it is. But it's the master. The master always comes back somehow. And, like, I feel like she was probably trying to track him down to get answers. Like, why did you do this? What the hell happened? Like, and the whole finality of, oh, it's gone. It's gone forever. It's like, didn't this happen before? You even flat out said that you watched Gallifrey, like, get destroyed twice. Mm-hmm. So, you know... <laughs> I don't know. So I'm really curious to see what happens with Ruth Doctor. I I appreciate the fact that like the companions, while they didn't do as much in the episode as the doctor did doing her little sleuthing and like all the whoa, holy cow discoveries and whatever, they at least had um, some poignant points where they did like let the doctor know that, hey, you're not alone in this. Uh, I give it a thumbs up. Not two. I think just one is good because it wasn't my favorite episode. It was one of those ones where, like, I enjoyed it, sure. It's not like, oh, this part was just like, ah, uh, and like, ah. Uh. You know, like how some episodes were just like, nope, this is garbage. Yeah. In the trash. No, this one I did appreciate the stuff that they did come up with. It did reek of RTD. <laughs> but, like, at least this time it wasn't cringeworthy. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think, I think all our. So the thumbs up seemed to be tentative as if it were the first part of a two-parter. Yeah. But it, like, it's just yeah. bits of other stories. So it really depends on how we probably won't know until the finale. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How, how this all p- pans out. But yeah, uh, it was a fun experience mm-hmm. watching it. I will say that for sure. Yeah. Um, so next time we are going to be watching Praxius. What does that mean? Who knows? What did the trailer tell me? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. And it was like 10 seconds long. I know there's a beach. I know there's like zombies, possibly, question mark. Or some sort of skull thing. I don't know. I think we I think we know it's on Earth. Yep. Uh, that's about it. Um, I, I went to the, the BBC like YouTube page or, or the Doctor Who YouTube page mm-hmm. and watched the trailer. Yeah, same. I'm like, oh man, it's 30 seconds. That's like a good trailer. And then it's like 10 seconds. And yeah. then the last 20 seconds is like... And the last 20 seconds are Jodie Whittaker being like, don't forget to subscribe and yeah. like, check out all our other videos. I'm like, <laughs> yep. oh. All right. Yeah. I mean, yep. I prefer trailer air on the side of showing too little. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm fine with... Like, if there were no trailers, I'd be fine with that too. But... Um, I, mean, I enjoy yeah, the I, trailers. Short as a little tiny... little tiny tiny taste mm-hmm. of the flavor of the episode mm-hmm. all right uh that is gonna do it everyone i hope you enjoyed this episode of doctor who and i hope you enjoyed listening to who in review um we'll be back next week to cover the episode praxis uh so we'll see you then goodbye everybody goodbye bye bye